0: If the NFL season snuck up on you and you forgot to do NFL fantasy, there's no better time to check out the Daily Fantasy on Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with promo code JNR and receive up to a $100 deposit match for new users. They have awesome Daily Fantasy specials. They have pickums. Check it out. It's a lot of fun, and it is the place to do fantasy this NFL season. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, and I am not joined by Ronnie. uh, I'm sort of joined by Ronnie. Let's back that up a little bit. He's actually on vacation right now, so he's going to miss this first part. But we have some things that we recorded prior to him going on vacation that uh, I will smoothly edit in so you'll think he was here the whole time. We'll see. But before we get to that, let's talk about the latest NBA news. And we're going to start with... FIBA, just for you, Ronnie. The FIBA tournament is over. Germany wins the gold medal in this tournament, this World Cup tournament. Uh, Second place goes to Serbia. The United States finishes in fourth. After losing to Germany, They, they go to the third place game to face Canada, and Canada defeats them 127 to 118. And I guess that has made some people mad. I don't really know why. It's obvious that this wasn't the top tier NBA players from the United States. And that's typically the way that it is with FIBA. The, the Olympics are, are where we see our stars, but I guess LeBron is is forming an entourage of people that are going to go and compete in Paris. He wants to be part of it. He's He's called some other all-stars to try to get them on board to be part of USA Basketball, which again is pretty common. We really put our best players at the Olympics. So I would be shocked if the United States doesn't win gold. Especially after not even placing here, I think there is going to be a little bit more motivation to get those guys involved. So I'm excited for that, but not surprised by that. In other news, Rockets guard Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested for domestic abuse, domestic assault. Uh, The team has basically made a no comment saying, you know, we're going to let the investigation happen. Obviously, that's what they have to do. That's what they have to say. But... Uh, he has been arrested if these allegations are true. I hope he is kicked out of the league just like anybody else. The Clippers are working on a season pass instead of a season ticket, which I really like this idea. Instead, currently the way it stands, if I buy season tickets and I can't make the game, I sell those tickets. I get whatever money I want. Or if I'm a Clipper, this is for the Clippers. So, oh, you know what? The The Warriors are coming to town. Or you know the Heat are coming to town, or the Bucks, you know one of those big tier teams. I can get a decent amount of money on the resale market for this, so I'm going to sell those tickets. This is going to stop you from doing that. Instead, it's going to be they compared to Netflix, which is ironic because they don't let you share passwords on Netflix anymore. But you you assign three to four people that can come in your stead. You can't sell the tickets unless it's to one of those small group of people uh, but you're essentially letting them borrow your season tickets the hope is that they're going to keep more Clippers fans in the stands they're going to maybe reduce the secondary market to to allow uh, fans to see games cheaper I don't know how that helps I think it's just they want that portion of the pie if you're going to resell tickets so that's in the works I'm curious to what you guys think about that I don't care for the idea but I do think they need to do something differently because the resale market for tickets—not just basketball games, football games, concerts—is just gotten out of control. So I'm I'm open to for anything at all to see if it helps uh, in any sort of fashion. There is a proposed rule change coming; they're being discussed, but it sounds like it's going to happen. And the fines are going to be pretty steep for this. It's going to start for teams. It's going to start with a 100k fine. 250k for the second offense, and each subsequent offense uh will be a million dollars more than the previous fine. So it starts to go up pretty fast. And what they're trying to do is make sure that when fans come to the games, that's what they're they're saying, it's it's for the fan experience, that when you go to a game, you're not gonna see the entire team load managed rested that day. So here's what they're looking for. Teams must manage the roster to ensure no more than one star player is unavailable for the same game. Uh, They're defining a star player as someone that has been in the all-star game or named to an all NBA team within the last three years. So no, no situation where Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Austin Reeves are all going to be resting on the same day. Coincidentally, it's always the day that you have tickets. Uh, teams must ensure that star players are available for national television and in-season tournament games. You knew they were going to do something with these in-season tournament games. They want those to be big. And the way to do that is to make sure that the stars are playing. And uh, yeah, if you make that stipulation and, and you start to find teams, you're you're definitely going to see those star players at in in-season games. Teams must maintain a balance between the number of one-game absences for a star player in home games and road games with a preference for those absences to happen in home games. So you won't be able to load manage your players on all of the home games or all of the away games. You have to maintain a balance between those. Teams must refrain from any long-term shutdown or near shutdown when a star player stops participating in games or in a materially reduced role in circumstances affecting the integrity of the game. I think this is a direct reaction to the Dallas Mavericks resting Luka, resting Kyrie at the end of last season that essentially kept them out of the playoffs so that they could keep their lottery protected draft pick. That absolutely impacted the integrity of the game. I'm glad they're doing something to address that. Teams must ensure that healthy players resting for a game are present and visible to fans. So if you're going to be in street clothes, you got to be sitting on the bench so that fans can see you and wave to you. I guess that one probably makes the least amount of sense. Uh, but I like these. I like these rules. I think they do need to make a change. I think teams are going to find a way to manipulate this. They always do. But it'll be nice to see at least for the in-season tournament games all of the stars playing unless they're legitimately injured. Uh, I'm a fan of that. Let's talk about signings, waves, and trades. Uh, I got two notes for this today. Campaign, former Phoenix Sun, was traded to the Spurs. The Spurs have released him. He is now free to sign with with, with whatever team he wants. He is a good depth player. He is not a starter. He might get spot starts when you're load managing some guys, but overall, he's a good depth player to have on your team. I I like Campaign. Obviously, he's a former Sun, I have a a little bit of a bias there. Tristan Thompson, back from the dead. He has signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He missed most of last season up until the playoffs when he signed with the Lakers. He apparently was enough to keep him interested in basketball. He is back with the Cleveland Cavaliers where he won a NBA championship. He was part of those teams that made the finals four years in a row. So he's definitely well-known, well-liked in Cleveland. It's a good fit. It's a good fit for him. He's in the twilight years of his career but he can give them some uh, added depth and leadership. Uh, That's all I got for news and signings, trades, and waves. All right, so we did this a couple weeks ago. We did what we called the NBA recast. It's where we take a movie and we recast it with current NBA players. We did The Hangover last time. So if you haven't heard that, go ahead and check that out on a previous episode. We decided we were going to do it again, and we picked the movie Super Bad. Uh, which, which is a great, great movie. I love that movie. And, One of my I know favorites. if you're our age group. Yeah. If you're, if you're in our age group, you've probably loved this movie as well. Uh, I was also thinking, you know, we, we were focusing on comedies, but we could do this with other movies. Like if we did Ocean's Eleven and just <laughs> pick like some of the top characters there, that might be kind of funny. But anyways, we're doing, we're doing Super Bad this week. Ronnie, do you want to give us a, a brief rundown of what Super Bad is all
1: about? yes uh so this i actually saw something on instagram recently where Superbad was voted one of the most funniest movies ever so i thought that was pretty cool oh, too by the way yeah so i forget yeah. who 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 voted on it but that was that was just nice to see it was just anyways you. yeah <laughs> i mean it is but um so yeah this movie i think it's about mainly two two friends that get together they're basically trying to go through high school it's one of those you know they're they want to get with these certain girls at the end of the year it's like a
0: Coming you, of age story,
1: exactly right. You know, yeah. you got that last senior party to try to get with that girl that you've been eyeing on the whole entire year. Um, on the, also like those two best friends have like the one other friend and it kind of ends up being like a tripod type of deal. You know, there's like three friends.
0: <laughs> there's also
1: yeah. two cops in the movies that get involved too, and they're played by uh, Bill Hader and Seth Rogen. So hilarious characters. Um, the main characters are played by Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, and Christopher Mintz. Plaz? As did you say his last name, Plazi or Plas? But he's He's older.
0: He's forever McLovin, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly I right. That's how we know him in a movie in. is
1: McLovin. Exactly. I didn't even know his real yeah. name until right now.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I knew his name was Christopher Mintz. I thought it was Mintz, please, or at least that's the way I said it in my head. Yeah, yeah. It's not. That's not the correct spelling of it, but that's what I think <laughs> of is like, oh, Christopher Mintz, please. Uh, yeah. But it's McLovin. He's forever McLovin. If you see the movie Role Models and you're like, oh, who's in that? And you're like, oh, Paul Rudd, McLovin. <laughs> exactly. This is his name. He's typecast forever as McLovin.
1: Yeah. But they, of course, go through all this stuff, you know, on their way to going to this party and getting ready for it. Just hilarious things happen. I, I rate it ten out of ten for comedy, so to go watch it. Ten out of ten. Right. Two thousand. It was made in two thousand and seven. Man, that's an old movie already. This one launched these yeah. guys careers yeah. too, you know. So it's definitely worth. Well, which watching. guys? Which which guys? Well, like everyone. I mean, maybe not Seth Rogen. He he was not almost Seth established, not but I think it still definitely pushed him farther.
0: Sure, it helped, but yeah. I, I think they, were, they would have been fine without it. Now, yeah, the guy that played McLevin never would have existed without yes, this movie. True. I feel like Jonah Hill would have. And Michael Sierra was already a pretty successful TV and, and movie star. When this you say Sarah, but it.
1: I think it's Sarah. Isn't it Sarah? Michael Whatever. Sarah. Michael
0: <laughs> yeah. George George Michael from Arrested Development <laughs> is what I know him from. But that was well established, and then he had Scott Pilgrim versus the World. But I didn't um, know
1: these kids until Superbad came out. Like I didn't know about Jonah okay, Hill. I didn't enough. know about Michael Sarah. Um, also uh, Emma Stone, she starred in this movie too. This is one of her oh, first that's movies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma Stone. So, yeah, yeah, it launched a, a lot of people's careers. So, anyways, let's let's start with the cops. Bill Hader. You want to start with the cops? I actually wanted to leave with them last. Do you want to start with them?
0: I do, but well, I don't care. I'll let you pick. I, let me let me preface this in saying I took this literally, and I regret my choices <laughs> immediately afterwards. But I was too stubborn to. Ch- I went with my instinct, and, and like I said, I'm looking at and just like uh, I hope Ronnie has better people than I do. Otherwise, I think to be, be a really real like a, boring sketch. <laughs> okay, well, so well, I'll I'll follow your lead then.
1: Let's let's do it, Ronnie. Okay, so I'm I'm going to start with Michael Sarah. So he played the character Evan in Superbad. Um basically he's kinda like the quiet guy in the class, you know. No one really pays attention to him. Um, just just like this other basketball player I'm thinking of. Um he's everyone so so Evan in the movie, right, he's trying to get with this girl Becca. Um he's she's like the hottest one of the hottest girls in the school, but he's like kind of like that nerdy guy, but still is kinda like tall and attractive. <laughs> so so I mean um, he's he's
0: yeah, it's it's one of those ridiculous scenarios where there's no way a girl like this would ever fall for a guy like this. Yeah. You see it in TV all the time. This right. ridiculously hot woman with a completely average to below average man. Somehow <laughs> yeah. it works. He, that's that's the scenario across the board with yep. this movie.
1: He's kind of goofy, but he has like a sweet personality, so the girls kind of fall for him for that, you know. He he's a, a respective guy. And I'm like, all right, so who, who am I going <laughs> to choose in the NBA? Who is this guy? I ended up choosing Laurie Mar- Markkinen. Now I'm going through this. Okay. St- I'm going through this list of the NBA players, and I stopped at him. I was like, "That is Michael Sarah right there." Like, that's Laurie Markkinen they is do have Michael Sarah.
0: Similar look, and yeah,
1: yeah. And then I started thinking about it. Like, you know, Laurie, he is kind of quiet in the NBA. He's like that that kid in school. Um, he's he also, I mean. By the way, so have you? So that's the main reason I chose—is because he looks like him so much, right? And he's really quiet in the NBA, sure, even sure. though he's like one of the yeah. the best kids in school, like one of the best best guys in the NBA, one of the best players. His wife—have you seen his wife? I have not. She looks a lot like Becca in that movie. Her name is—oh, really? <laughs> yeah, her name is Verna Ajo, And I just like, all right, I nailed this pick right here, just because, like, if you pull up those two pictures, you're like, boom, that's that's the exact match right there. Also, Laurie Markkinen can run forever. He has a goofy run, just like when when Evan was running from the cops and everything. <laughs> he just kind of yeah, like yeah. running back and forth, and the cops kind of catch him and everything. But yeah, he just he just keeps going, you know, just like he does in the NBA, just like Laurie. So, yep, that's my pick for starting off with Michael Sarah as Evan, Laurie Markkinen.
0: Okay, I have picked my three teenage boys kind of as a set. And okay, I, I can explain that later. So I'm going to let you do all three of them, if that's sure. okay.
1: Yeah, and then okay. we'll we'll come back to mine. Okay, next I have Jonah Hill. He is the character of Seth in this movie. Um, he he kind of acts like he's like the the most best person in the school, you know, or he's like the he's like the center of attention. He thinks no one could touch him. He thinks he's better than everybody. Um, he, he places his blame on his friends for his mistakes. <laughs> I hope you know where I'm going with this because I could always yeah, I picture so. it. <laughs> um, so, um, there's a part in the movie, you know, where like Seth, he, he's carrying these two jugs. He wants to fill up with beer and everything. And he ends up getting hit by a car. He ends up dancing with this girl at this club or at this uh, party. And she, she's <laughs> yes. on her uh, period and he ends up getting a stain on his leg. So I don't know, just like all these things happen to him, you know, so but back to the NBA, so I'm like, who is this player, or who is, who does Seth most remind me of in the NBA? I picked DeAndre Ayton. Um, he, he acts like he's the best center in the league, even though he's very clumsy, just like Seth. I think he's more clumsy than Seth because he can't even hold the ball when it's passed to him. I could totally see a car backing up Some in Aiton. personal bias here. <laughs> exactly. I could totally see the, a car backing up in Aiton as Aiton goes flying through the parking lot, you know, and he's like, what the heck, man? What are you doing? You know, and um, <laughs> he placing blame on his teammates and coaches, just like Seth does with his friends. And you really, Aiton needs to look in the mirror and he needs to realize that he, he can only blame himself. And I think Seth realizes that in the movie too, and he kind of like comes to and he just tries bettering himself, just like I hope Aiden does, but I don't think he ever will. So, yep, yeah, I, I just I just picked Deandre Aiden for Seth. How do you like my pick?
0: Okay, I, I I'm okay with that pick. I don't love it. I think your Michael Serio
1: one was better yeah. with Laurie Markkinen, but I, yeah.
0: I I can live with this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I know when I was thinking about like these guys as a, like their best friends, you know, like I, I can't really see Laurie Markkinen yeah. and Deandre Aiden being best friends, but <laughs> it's just like yeah. as the characters themselves, like individually, I I like it. Okay.
0: It's, I'll say it's
1: better than mine. <laughs> okay. All right. Perfect. I like it. Okay. So next is Fogle slash McLevin. Um, his name, real name is Christopher mintz So this is the weirdest looking dude, right, in the movie? Like, we didn't, <laughs> He really he, is. Yeah. He's, he's like skinny, but like just like, I don't know. He, I, it's hard to describe his look. He, he has those glasses and everything. Um, he just has like that dark hair that's like in front of his face, kind of like Lloyd and Dumb and Dumber a little bit, but like totally nerdy, you know? <laughs> and um he tries way too hard to be cool. And no matter what he does, it just doesn't help. But in the end, it, it somehow he just somehow ends up being the one that scores with the girl, right? He he ends up being really? the one that scores. I'm like, okay, so I can think of one person in the league in the NBA that reminds you of this person, and I'm so happy I get to say it because The person I'd pick is Trey Young. He would be my McLovin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's an exact match, right? He's the weirdest looking dude in the NBA. He'd be the one to look at his teammates or friends, you know, with confidence and say he changed his name to Ice Trey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he's, he tries way too hard to be cool in the NBA too. No matter what he does, it doesn't help. And in the end, he still still somehow ends up scoring, just like McLovin scored with a girl at the end of the movie. So yep, that's yeah. that's my last pick there, Trey Young. So yeah, Trey Young. Um I got DeAndre Ayton and Laurie Markinen. They would be the the trio right there. And the yeah, I could see like Ayton and Markinen being together and just being like trying to push Trey Young out of the way. And you know? it's like you go get away, Fogle, you know, get away, McLevin. <laughs> You're dumb. But yeah, those are my yeah. picks.
0: So interesting. But before I do mine, I wanted to give a little bit of trivia on on the actor that played McLeven, Christopher Chris okay. He was a minor at the time that this movie was made. Yes. So when he has that sex scene, his mom was actually in the room with him. Yep. Which was extremely awkward and uncomfortable, he says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I would 100% agree with. Oh, yeah. The other thing that I thought was really funny is Jonah Hill hated him, did <laughs> not want him to be cast because, you know, in, in, um, Judd Apatow movies, they do a lot of lino-rama where they just kind of improv. Yeah. And he said that The lines that he would come up with would sometimes be funnier than Jonah Hill. And that just pissed him off so much. Interesting. He didn't, didn't respect Jonah Hill or didn't show him the respect that I think Jonah thought that maybe he would get because, you know, he's a big movie star. He's been in other things. This kid just comes in and just nails it. And that just really pissed Jonah Hill off. So initially Jonah Hill was against him being cast. Obviously it worked out pretty well. Yeah, um, I'm going to watch that trio. movie
1: completely differently next, next time I watch it. Because I feel like I felt that when I was watching the movie. Like, it seemed like Jonah Hill hated McLovin in the movie. Hated but him. <laughs> now it's like real life hate too. You yeah. know? Maybe that's why it comes off on, no, on the screen it's not, it's so well. It's not there
0: anymore. Just initially. Initially <laughs> yeah. it was some some hate. But at the time this, when they recorded it, it was. Never acted before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. There's probably some truth to that. Cool. All right. So I, I went a little bit of a different approach. And, uh, you know, you have these three teenagers and their goal is all to lose their virginity at this party, right? That's yeah. their goal. So when I put it in basketball terms, it's to sort of make it to the, the cool guy club or the all star <laughs> club or, you know, to be recognized as a great player is sort of the, the mountain that they're trying to climb. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm going to start with, with McLovin. This, this player has, you know, he had a, a, a okay couple of years but all of a sudden then you know like high school he he peaked or he, maybe he hasn't peaked but he's gotten to that pinnacle where people now recognize him and they say yes this is a good player yes this player this player has scored okay. uh, to to steal what you said there and with that i went with Shea gilius alexander oh, kind okay. of you know under the radar and then all of a sudden boom he he gets with the hot girl and people are just you know gushing about his play in, in FIBA, we, we Last episode we recorded, you were gushing about his play for Team Canada. So yeah. he has made it to the cool guy club, sure and has. Uh, he has has made it there. When we go to the other side, Jonah Hill and Michael C- Sarah, Seth and Evan. Uh, these are two players. They're they're best friends, quote unquote best friends. So I actually went with two teammates. That are hoping to score, and I imagine fans of this team are hoping that they are everything that they, they they're advertised to be. So okay. I'm going to go with the San Antonio Spurs. Their last two first round picks. So obviously this okay. year, Victor Webinana, He is Evan. And the pick before, I think he was the 21st pick overall, Jeremy Sohan, who had a decent year, not a great year. He's more of a defend, defensive player. But okay. those are two young Spurs that if the Spurs are going to be successful, they have to have the, – these guys have to make that club. They have to lose their virginity. Gotcha. They have to become all-stars uh, in order for them to be successful. So that's kind of the approach that I took with this. So like I said, it's not as – not as good. I, I'm not happy with it, but uh, it, it is more literal in the sense that, yeah, they're they're basketball players and and they need to score uh, literally in order for for them to be successful. No, it's so.
1: interesting that you did it that way because I was do that's a route I went with first. I was like, what two teammates? You know, what two best friends could I pick? And yeah, I was going through a few, but then when I Dude, I, when I saw Laurie Markin, I was like, "Nope, never mind. I'm changing everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done."
0: Yep. Yeah, I never, I never had that aha moment, and I yeah. think that's probably why I stuck stuck with this. Yeah, path.
1: and then Trey Young as, as McLovin, I was
0: like, "Oh, this is it." <laughs> I thought you were going to do Trey Young as Jonah Hill.
1: Yeah, I, you <laughs> know, I I, I, you were going. I, I thought about doing that. You know, I was really close to picking, um, Luca, because he's kind of like the fat guy of the league, and <laughs> Jonah Hill's oh, yeah, the fat yeah, guy of yeah. the movie. But yeah. I, I picked, I that picked Luca last week for a role in a movie. Um. So oh, I, I ended okay. up skipping him just for that reason. Yeah. For the, for the hangover, he,
0: he was. Um. I forget who you picked him for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I picked him as the the annoying guy, Ed Helms. That sounds about right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, I went literal. Jeremy Sohan and Victor Webanyama as Seth and Evan, and then uh, SGA as McLovin. Uh, Let's talk about the cops in this movie. Yeah. Ronnie, you you were very adamant that we didn't start with them, so I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear why or, or do you want me to go first on this one?
1: Do you want to go just explain like the cops role in the movie? It yeah, yeah. might be better because – I,
0: yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead. Sure. It. So, so the cops role in this movie is they're cops. They're responding to a robbery and they see McLovin and they're just like, you know what? We remember what it was like to be in high school. They're they're trying to relive their glory days to a certain extent mm-hmm. and they're hanging out. and They're kind of partying with, with this character uh, until things go terribly wrong and then they have to try to – fix it right they have to try to figure out a way to get out of this with without getting anyone in trouble and and um they come up with this scheme but yeah initially or the main storyline of them is that they're just they're just trying to relive being young being in high school having a fake id going to parties doing cool t- cool guy stuff yep. instead of adult responsibilities which i think we can all relate to <laughs> happily ditch the adult responsibilities to yeah, uh right? go to disneyland or, or go you know, do <laughs> <Wait>. something silly <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as a jab at you <laughs> so i i certainly can can understand that but yeah that's that's kind of how i would describe them in this movie
1: yeah absolutely nailed it yeah i, I love these cops okay do you want to go over your picks or do you want me to go first yeah i'll go with my picks
0: okay uh so i went with again i went with teammates because the cops were teammates right. but i went with teammates that are kind of old that are kind of in the twilight of their career maybe it be to injury or or just constantly being in the league but they're still trying to prove that hey we can we can hang with these young kids we can still win games we can still win championships uh and with that i went with los angeles lakers lebron james and anthony davis okay two older players two players that are on the decline two players that would love to have their youth back and be dominant in this league uh they're not going to get it and and they're they're scheming and thinking of ways to bring younger players in and hang out with the younger players so that they can still be relevant in the yeah league.
1: Nailed it! Yeah, absolutely. And plus, just seeing those two as cops walking up to you, I would <laughs> I, love that. You, yeah. I could totally see them like trying to relive their their glory days in the NBA too. Over that, you know, just yep. like reliving their their glory days as cops too. That's that's good. I like that one. Okay. All right. So I kind of did something similar where, actually, you know what? I'm gonna take that what I just said back. I did something completely <laughs> different. So I was trying to do something similar, just like we were doing at the beginning, you know. But I I went away from the teammates. And I started thinking of some players who just are barely NBA players who just like who are barely cops, okay. right? Because honestly, Seth oh, okay. Rogen, Officer Michael and Bill Hader, Officer Slater, they barely qualify as cops. Like they absolutely they just goof around. <laughs> they, they take they like they pick through the calls that are going through the radio. They're like, let's make sure we go to this one because it's at a bar and that way we get free drinks, you know. Or Let's go to this one because it's a house party so that way we could break up all the all the chicks, you know, see all the girls there and everything. So they're they're really bad cops, right? Just like Absolutely. these two players are really bad NBA players. If you saw these two players walking up as cops, you would totally understand why I picked them. And I, I picked Ben Simmons and Patrick Beverly. When you see them in the NBA playing together, you're just like, these guys are barely NBA players. Like Ben, sure, ben yeah. Simmons could barely pass a physical. Just like Officer Michael... Barely passed his physical because he, I think, I believe he wanted to be in the military, but he was he wasn't good enough to be in the military, but he was just good enough to be an officer. And Ben Simmons was just that's barely able to lucky, pass his physical. Hilarious joke. <laughs> and then, yeah, Bill, Ben
0: Simmons is is a, a big question mark. Like, how are you
1: a professional player? Yeah, exactly that's good. right. Just just barely right. And then Patrick Bailey, same thing. He, I mean, he he barely passes as an officer slash NBA player as well too. Just just like Bill Hader does as, as Officer Slater. So. And then just seeing these two, Ben Simmons and Patrick Beverly, if they were cops walking up to you to break up a house party, I think you would just kind of like laugh at them, you know, because they're just like, they look weird and they're they're not very professional and they, they're they just dumb. So <laughs> I I picked those guys. You met my two officers in the movie. That's who I would cast in this role.
0: Okay. No, I like it. I, I don't care for the Patrick Beverly. I know you have a personal bias against him. I feel like yeah. there's probably... You could. I like the approach of taking bust players, though. Yeah. Uh, Ben Simmons, and and we could probably think of another one, but I like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to who to see what other people think if they were to NBA recast this. So, if you have a different casting in mind, reach out to us on the JNR fan line and leave us a message of who you would cast in these parts. Uh, I do want to say if you're going to call and leave a message and you want us to play it on the podcast, which I'm happy to do. Please don't do it like standing in front of an airplane because I swear (laughs) that's what some of these sound like. And I don't know (laughs) if it's just trolling or if that's legitimately their background noise, but (laughs) – I can't hear you. I can barely understand you. Uh so find a <laughs> quiet place if yeah, find a quiet place if you want to do that. Another fun trivia fact for you on this movie, and when they're wrecking the car, Bill Hader, and he starts singing Panama by Van Halen. Yeah. That wasn't in the script. That was just something <laughs> he decided to start doing. That's so cool. then they had to go and clear that song, which ended up being super expensive because Van Halen typically doesn't let his music be in movies. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was just an expensive so ad lib. Yeah, it was perfect for what nice. they were trying to do. So that's cool. Yeah, he kind of screwed him on that, but (laughs) just like uh, Ben Simmons, kind of screwed every team that he is on. (laughs) All right, so we started this last week, and we're going to continue it this week. We're going to look at four teams as we head into the NBA season. We're just going to recap who they added, who they lost, what their record was last year. Are they going to be better? Are they going to be worse? And just kind of talk about the different teams in the NBA as we as we build up to the start of the season. Uh, We did this last week with the play-in teams. Ronnie, what is on the docket this week?
1: Yes, so this week we're going to go over the teams that made the play-ins and won. Last week it was the ones that lost, so now that we're doing the ones that won. The teams that won were Atlanta Hawks, L.A. Lakers, Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Miami Heat. So we will start with Atlanta.
0: So real quick, before we we do that, I just this play-in game was kind of eh. Received overall, I feel like. Yeah. But the Lakers and the Heat both made the most out of it, right? The Heat yes. all the way to the NBA Finals, the Lakers all the way to the Western Conference Finals. They really, really added some excitement to that. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. You know, they don't have a wild card, so to speak. This sort of became the wild card. These games and, and these teams took advantage of it. So I'm, I'm glad that we get to see some of that because I don't think the Heat would have really. You know they would have been under the radar if it wasn't for this.
1: Yes, exactly right. Kind of stole a little bit of my fire there, but that's okay. We, that, well, I'll, dang I'll let it. You have I didn't it. know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. No, I, I like the way you put it. Well, well put. Okay, so we are going to start with the Atlanta Hawks. Last year they were 41 and 41. Now the DraftKings they they say that they have the 17th best chance to win the championship this year. They they we'll go over the changes now. So the the team the players they got rid of is John Collins, he went to Utah. Trent Forrest, Aaron Holliday, he went to Houston. Uh, Vit Kredjic, I have no idea. It's it's spelled K-R-E-J-C-I, I I don't know how to say that. That's just a bunch of random letters. Exactly, right. Put some more vowels in there, Jeez, give me a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Tyrese Martin and Donovan Williams, they added Kobe Bufkin, he's a rookie. Muhammad Gai, he's a rookie. Seth Lundy, rookie. Wesley Matthews, Milwaukee, Patty Mills from Brooklyn, and Miles Norris, rookie. Um, yeah, I can, and actually I'll go over their starting lineup now. So their starting lineup will be Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter, Shadiq Bey, and Clint Capella. I mean, not a bad starting lineup there. I don't think they're going to be much different this year, but I don't know. What, what do you think? Did you hear anything there that caught your ear?
0: Yeah. I put that they will make the playoffs and maybe be slightly better, but they're still going to be in the five to eight seed range. They were a seventh seed this year, like going into the, into the postseason and they're going to stay right about that range. If you look at the teams in the East, you know, they're going to pass Brooklyn now, especially since Brooklyn's completely re- changed, but there's yeah. a lot of teams that are better in the East than the Atlanta Hawks, and that's ultimately going to be it for them, right? They lost yeah. to Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, Boston in the first round, uh, four games to two, and I, I, I see them as a first-round exit again in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. It's kind of weird how that worked out, too, because they, they beat Miami to in the first game of the play-in, and then Miami ended up being Chicago to actually make, make the play-in. But yeah. then, you know, Atlanta just, it just seemed like they matched up well against the Celtics. The Celtics is just such a much, much better team. And, you know, the Heat, they did kind of get lucky with, against the Bucs, you know, with Giannis getting hurt, you know, maybe that's why they, they made it, you know, but I don't know. Just, uh, certainly helps. Certainly yeah, helps. exactly. Yeah. But I mean, going back to Atlanta, yeah, they just, uh, they didn't look too good once they matched up with the Celtics. They just got their butt handed to them, you know. And, uh, so the question, sorry, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. You could take it.
0: So the question I had for this, you know, the question that you have to answer when you're looking at this team to see, is, are are is they have a new head coach because Nate McMillan was fired last year because of drama with him and Trey Young. Yes, is that Trey Young drama? Is that Dejounte Murray? Can they coexist in right. Atlanta? Is sort of the big question that ultimately is going to determine the fate of this team. If they can't coexist, and it doesn't matter how talented your starting roster is. It's they're just going to self implode. And I I feel like that could happen, especially if they get off to a rough start. Mm-hmm. I I don't know the mental maturity of this team.
1: Yeah, I I just it. So you have two really good passers, right? Trey Young and Dejounte Murray, two really good point guards, but they could only pass it to those three other guys: Hunter Bay and Capella. Capella's okay, but the other guys I don't really recognize. I, I don't I don't think this is a very good team, you know. So you need you need players to. You need other teammates to pass to if you have really good point cards, and I don't think they have that. They have each other. That's about it.
0: They have each other. They're like Jack and Rose on the Titanic. (laughs) Exactly. They have each other. Nothing else matters except for one of them will die.
1: Yeah, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but... but it got dark there, didn't it, Ronnie? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, but just it's what we said but over and over again, you know, they're two point guards that it just doesn't seem right that to get two really good point guards with the same team. It doesn't work out. I haven't seen it work out for any team. Just like with Luka and Kyrie Irving, it didn't work out for them. So it's going to continue not to work out. Um, I did see some... Here, here's some rumors for this team. So the Atlanta Hawks... If the Atlanta Hawks trade for Piscal um, Siakam, the Dallas Mavericks could get involved and acquire... Clint Capella through a three-team trade with Toronto and Atlanta. I don't know how that would end up working, but I, I saw that and I was like, oh, okay, that, that'd be kind of interesting, this, especially seeing those players go to Dallas Mavericks, you know, like Siakam or Capella. I like that. That would help out Mavericks. I wouldn't help out Atlanta at all. <laughs> um, we got the, I don't know
0: what yeah. Atlanta's going to do long-term. They... I don't think Trey Young is the answer at the end of the day. I don't think yeah. you're, I don't think you're going to win championship with Trey Young. And that sorry mm-hmm. Atlanta fans. Yeah,
1: I don't think he's a good. I don't know how to explain it. Like he just doesn't lift up your team spirit. He he's it's so hard for me to say that though because you see him in the playoffs and he's knocking out all these threes and everything and he he is the reason that you go on to the next round in the playoffs is because of him. But I don't think there's anyone else good on the team. There's just it's only him. Like, you give the ball to him for those last-minute shots, and he does something crazy, and he ends up making all these highlights, but that's all you got, and he's he's just not good enough to carry the whole entire team. The Los Angeles Lakers, though, they're eyeing Trey Young. Have you heard anything about that? That might be interesting if, if he goes to the Lakers. That kind of makes sense. Oh, that is
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't need to be the guy there. But mm-hmm. well, we're going to talk about the Lakers a little bit later, right? That's coming up? Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's kind of in the same thing. Yeah, they're they're next after this, but yeah, that's... I just yeah found that interesting that little rumor there. Um, there is also uh, it says despite a 120 million move, Trey Young and Co could add Toronto Raptors Pascal Siakam to Atlanta Hawks roster. How about Piasco, so that's Pascal Atlanta Siakam. and
0: company. Yeah, <laughs> could add Pascal Siakam.
1: I like I like that rumor that that would definitely help out the Hawks. That's someone they need. That's someone that you could pass to and it could help out the team. I like that one.
0: Yeah, I like I like Sadiq Bay. I think he's a good. I mean, he's not going to. Yeah, yeah, they need someone else. Yeah, to be competitive in the East.
1: And someone says the Philadelphia seventy sixers, Joe L Embiid, and Atlanta Hawks trade deal that's imminent. I don't know about that. This
0: I don't think whoever's whoever's writing that I don't think they know what eminent means. <laughs> like, yeah, here's a good word. Just, eminent. Yeah, it's just funny no, that when I not. see things. I'm just There's
1: like, no way
0: that I, the Sixers <laughs> trade Joel Embiid,
1: right? I Am know, I missing uh, but, something? No, I don't. I don't think so either. But I mean, I don't know. Is is Joel happy on the Seventy Sixers? I, I think he is, but I don't know. Just uh, when I see these things, I just like throwing it out there just to piss you off, you know. So <laughs> it's always yeah. <laughs> Imminent to get out of here. Yeah, so that's all I got for the Hawks. I don't have any other players. Like it doesn't say the Hawks are interested in anybody. I kind of find that interesting that you know they can't find anyone that they're interested. <laughs> they can't in. find players that they're interested yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. There was something in 2019. They're good to go. They got a championship yeah. roster. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. They they were interested in 2019 to acquire Stephen Adams, and I like the sound of that. But that was old news, though. I. I I wish they would have gotten him because that, that would have helped them out too. I'm sorry.
0: So you, you brought up a story from 2019? I did, yes. Is that – yeah. Yeah, okay. Steven Adams going to the Hawks. Yeah. I was like, that, that would be Guys, cool. if you had a time machine <laughs> and we went back to 2019, this might be interesting and relevant. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but it's not because it's imminent.
1: <laughs> all right. So next we move on to the Lakers here. Now, they had one of the best records out of all these teams. They're at 43-39. They are projected um, – they have the sixth best chance to win the championship.
0: Now, they and have- I think the reason that they're so high is because no matter what roster we're going to talk about right now, we know come the trade deadline, it's going to look different.
1: Yeah. And they're I-
0: willing to make changes to get this team better.
1: Well, that and they have LeBron James, so I think that just automatically puts them up in the rankings. Yeah. That always increases their sure chances. Sure helps. Yeah. So they have a lot of changes here. So the players that left is Mobamba. He went to Philadelphia. Malik Beasley went to Milwaukee. Troy Brown to Minnesota. Wenyan Gabriel left. Shaquille Harrison went to Memphis. Scottie Pippen Jr. is no longer on any team. Dennis Schroeder to Toronto. Cole Swider to Miami. Tristan Thompson's not signed. And Lonnie Walker went to Brooklyn. The players they added is Colin Castleton, rookie. Alex Fudge, rookie. Jason Hayes, New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Demoy Hodge, rookie. Jalen Hood, Shafino rookie, Maxwell Lewis rookie, Taurine Prince, Minnesota, Cam Reddish from Portland, and Gabe Vincent, Miami. So, Los Angeles Lakers—they made probably the most moves out of any team this year so far. They're also yeah, they interested. They're also interested in Rudy Gay, Christian Wood, and Bismack Biyombo. Man, okay, so their starting lineup. Lastly, DeAngelo Russell, Austin Reeves, LeBron James. Jared Vanderbilt and Anthony Davis. So they still kept their starting core for the most part. And yeah, I I this one's so hard for me because their starters are still there and I think that team chemistry is still there. You're mostly going to pay your starters. The backups are all over the place like a completely new new bench. So I I don't know. I I think they're getting older though. I don't know. I'm going to throw this one to you. What do you think? They're going to th- do you sure. think they're going to be better yeah, so than have, 43 or worse? 43. I have two questions first yeah. off. The okay.
0: first two the first question is will Anthony Davis and LeBron stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Because that ultimately determines the course of their season. Right. The second question I have is will they let Austin Reeves take more of a lead? Will they get him involved more and be more We see what he's doing with Team USA. We saw what he did towards the end of the year. He's a very talented basketball player. Yeah. Is he going to have to play in LeBron's shadow or is LeBron and Anthony Davis going to be like, Hey, let's get this guy the ball more because he, he's, he's got it right now. He's the hot hand and he's, he's developing and he's getting better. Can they step aside and let that happen? That's, that's tough to do when you, when you get older to, to recognize that. So those are the two questions I have. I think they're going to be about the same. I think they're going to be, you know, in that five to eight spot in the West. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't. Really think that they're going to make a serious? I mean, they were in the Western Conference Finals last year, which yeah. which is impressive. They were swept by the Nuggets, and uh, they just looked out of gas towards the end of that series. Mm-hmm. I I just don't think that there's enough in the tank for them to be a serious title contender.
1: Yeah, it's. I think that LeBron will want to pass pass it to Reeves. I think he does want to get him involved because Reeves is going to take like all the hits and everything. And LeBron is a good passer. And he could create those looks for him too. LeBron is kind of like a a hybrid player where he could play any position, and I think he plays a really good point guard. He could dribble and and get that person open too. So I, I think that's definitely a possibility. I, I I like the sound of that. And I think uh, the
0: signing of Gabe Vincent was really beneficial because we saw that's where they really struggled against the Nuggets is getting points off the bench. So if Gabe Vincent is is coming off the bench, which he probably will be based off the starting lineup that you said, he could be just sort of an instant offense that they just desperately were missing uh, yeah. against that against the Nuggets last
1: year. Yeah, that good point. I like that one too. All right, so I I'm going to say more than 43 wins in the end with all this talk. I, I'm I'm going. I'm just feeling like this roster when I look at it and those names are just so those big names and. You know, they they acquired D'Angelo Russell last year, you know, like midway through the season too, so now you got a full season with them, you got the off season to practice with him. I think they'll they'll be over forty three wins for sure.
0: I think it's gonna be close. I would say plus or minus three in either direction. I don't think they win more than forty six. I think forty six is their ceiling.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go over some rumors. So there is some rumors that Dwight Howard might come back to the Lakers oh, and be a backup no. center. <laughs> He's because, a little bit
0: freaky. Because,
1: I know. You can help him out in a locker room, right? Especially in the shower <laughs> section. <laughs> um, he did a great job in twenty twenty, so I, I think I mean I don't see that happening, but it's just I found that interesting. I didn't think Tristan
0: Thompson would end up on the Lakers in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea anymore. You don't nothing yeah. surprises me. I yeah, guess. right.
1: And then like we said before, Trey Young might come to What might be on the Lakers' radar? That would be an interesting trade there if that ever happens. Um, And then this one again, we're we're seeing this quite often. But Giannis is on the. It's rumored that the Lakers and Knicks are in line if Giannis is ever to decide to leave the Bucks. And I mean, I that's gotta be that's gotta be Giannis's choice, right? It has to be either the Lakers and Knicks. The Lakers,
0: yeah. The Lakers make sense. I mean, when you look at a player like Giannis, I think he, he's looking at those historic franchises, the Lakers, yeah. the Celtics, those sorts of teams. I don't think he's looking at Oklahoma City or the Washington Wizards. I don't think he cares about teams like that. Yeah. He's already won a championship with a small market team. I think he wants the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, Lakers, the, the Lakers make sense for every team because they got deep pockets.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And there's a couple of players on this team that would played for Team USA. I, think, I mean, we were talking about FIBA earlier, but yeah, you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Um, but yeah, those are a couple. Of, they they have some some Team USA players right there too. So I think when you have two Team USA players on one team, they're bound to win a lot of games too. So that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> All right. Any other things on the Lakers? That was probably the the most talked about team. The no, I think I think most we covered one here out of these Their four. changes
0: and yeah. and and they're gonna be. They're going to be playing basketball next year. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll <laughs> Who's
1: next, Roddy? Right. Next, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. So last year they were forty-two and forty. They are the eighteenth most likely to win the championship currently. The team, the players that left was Nathan Knight, He went to New York. Jalen Noel, Toreen Prince, um, he went to the L.A. Lakers. Austin Rivers and Matt Ryan are no longer on the team either. No teams yet have claimed them. Um, the ad- players they added was Troy Brown to. He, they acquired him from L.A. Lakers. Jalen Clark, he's a rookie. Leonard Miller, rookie, and Shake Milton from Philadelphia. I like Shake. And uh, that's that's a, a quick run right there. That's all we got for those ads and uh, outs. Their starting lineup is Mike Conley, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert still. What do you think about this team, Jonathan? Where do you want to start? I don't even know where to start in this one.
0: I I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, we saw a lot. I mean, we saw Rudy Gobert and Kyle Anderson get into a physical altercation yeah. during a game. I about last that. year. That is not good. They lost to the Nuggets. You know, the eventual champions, four to one in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Anthony Edwards threw a chair and uh, maybe was looking at assault charges, which is absurd. <laughs> yeah. uh, this team. This team is a weird team. Minnesota has always been kind of a weird team. I The question I have, will Carl Anthony Towns get traded? Because I think that he might. And yeah. I don't have any – I don't know if you, you're going to talk about rumors in a little bit. But that, that, to me, that seems like a natural choice. They gave up so much to get Rudy Gobert that they're tied to him. I think the GM of this team, his fate is tied to how well Rudy Gobert performs in a Timberwolves uniform. Yeah. Looks like last year, then he's going to be looking for a new job. Uh, I, 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 have them as a bubble team. I think okay. they're going to stay about the same, right around five hundred. Yeah. I, I just, I looking at the West, the West got better. It's going to be tough for them to to move up. I mean, looking at the teams below them, right? Even that, you know, certainly Dallas is going to be better. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think they're going to struggle to 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 make to win a lot of games, and they're just going to be a bubble playoff team.
1: Do you remember in the play ons what was it Anthony Edwards who, who threw the chairs after the loss against the Because that went yep. that went in was the Was it sec- the Lakers or the Nuggets? I thought I, it was against the Nuggets. I don't, but maybe it was yeah, Lakers. I don't remember, but there was so in the play ons the Lakers beat Minnesota. You know, that's how the Lakers actually won okay. the play ins yeah, so, yeah. and against Minnesota and two overtimes too. It was one oh eight to one oh two. So I don't yeah, remember that, that, that might have bell. been a game. That that would be frustrating if I had lost That might the have game. been the game. Yeah. And then after that the Minnesota, they beat Oklahoma City, so it definitely wasn't that game, but Minnesota kicked Oklahoma's butt 120-95, so that's how they made it in their plans. And, uh, yeah, just uh, I don't know, Just wondering if that was another game. You're probably right. It probably was the Nuggets. You remember better than me. But, yeah. No, I
0: think it might have been the double overtime because you're right, the frustration from that. Yeah. Either way, that's, that's irrelevant. Irrelevant, Ronnie. Yep. Just, uh, I, I just I think this team is going to struggle.
1: Yeah. Okay, so some of the rumors right now. Um, Timberwolves forward, Jaden McDaniels has confirmed a rumor that Anthony Edwards went through a growth spurt this summer. He said he's probably about six seven right now. I'm not even lying. <laughs> okay, let me let me keep going right now. This is the next rumor. Timor rules forward Leonard Miller has confirmed a rumor that Scoot Henderson went through a growth spurt since the end of the draft. He's, Wait, are you serious? Yeah, this is. He's probably about six seven right now. I'm not even lying.
0: <laughs> are you just looking at like a fake news site that just are
1: uh, uh, these, these are these are uh, three different sources I got it from. Next one. Minnesota Timberwolves guard Anthony Edwards has confirmed a rumor that NBA star Jordan McLaughlin went through a growth spurt this summer. Okay, this is just this, <laughs> this is just uh, AI writing bad articles. <laughs> He's probably around five eight five right now. I'm not even lying. Edwards says in an interview. Yeah. That's a lie. <laughs> so I don't know. Just don't believe everything you you read. I guess right. I just just thought that was funny. I just That's want to funny. go with that. So yeah. I don't know why these people are growing going through the like the growth spurt. Sort They're of, not. I know, it's are like, fake. Yeah, what, I don't know. Why did they choose that to write an article about that? Is that clickbait right there? Is that how they get their clicks?
0: Yes. So the the random story is when I did fantasy football one year, I was trying to trade for Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. So I I looked up this article on on Drew Brees and it said that Drew Brees was injured in a car accident and the date was today. And I was like, oh, dang, I'm glad I didn't get that trade to go through. It was fake. It wasn't real. And then when I Googled it the next day, it was again with the today's date. So it just (laughs) automatically updated. So it just looks for what people are searching for and creates these sort of clickbaity nonsensical articles articles that aren't true just to get people to click on it. So yeah, yeah this hey, no sucks. one's gone through a growth Spurt,
1: guys. <laughs> I mean the Scoot Henderson I could believe, right? Because he's he's a brand new you know, young, young guy maybe, you know? But so yeah.
0: but yeah then But no one's gonna be quoted in saying that. He yeah. went through a growth spurt. I'm not even lying. Okay, good. yeah. get out of here.
1: <laughs> okay, so here's one I did find plausible. So there there's bleacher reports, hypothetical cat trade to the Spurs. So if if this were to happen, San Antonio Antonio Spurs would receive Carl Anthony Towns, the Wolves would receive Keldon Johnson, Devontae Graham, Cameron Payne, 2024 first-round pick, top six protected, and then 2025 first-round pick via Atlanta. That is interesting to me because Carl Anthony Towns being teamed up with Wembenyama, I like that. That doesn't make sense. That's never going to happen. But yeah, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, he is a a really good player for the Wolves, and I don't see the Wolves ever getting rid of him, but... Especially for those players, yeah. Yeah, Not for those players, but
0: I think I think I think Carl Anthony Towns. He he just signed an extension, so he's got some time left, and that's going to be hard for teams to take that contract. I think he will. I I think at some point he will get traded. Maybe not this year, but next year. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and then a couple more. So the Lakers uh, trade are interested in Nas Reed. They're interested in trading the Timberwolves Nas Reed in a in a bold proposal. It says. Um, eh, Nas is okay. He's a good backup center, so that kind of makes sense for the Lakers. They could use a good backup center. And then another one said the Timberwolves acquired to- Tobias Harris Tyrese Maxey from the 76ers in a blockbuster trade proposal. Um, I don't know if that would happen with, with Kat or, you know, I don't know. That one kind of, like, I don't know. I just found that, that interesting. It kind of, like, I think that's that's pos- plausible because Kat is, like, about the same value as Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey know, um, maxi's up there though he's such a good player now yeah
0: i don't know that i would say that i love tyrese maxi right. i think his ceiling is is huge
1: but i i could see that possibly happening i don't know it just kind of it seems it seems like those those like they're they they match up with um skill levels you know that's all yeah. i'm trying to say but i don't know anything you got more on on the timberwolves that you like to say no, that's it for the
0: Wolves. Let's talk about you know, we talked about the Lakers making a lot of moves, but the Miami Heat also, when I was looking at this, I'm like, Man, they lost a lot of players yeah. this last year. Yeah. So Oh wait uh, the On Miami the Wolves,
1: Heat Wolves real quick. I think they're gonna be over forty two wins. I just want to throw that in there since you're keeping okay. track of that.
0: So it's gonna get a little bit better? Sure, sure. Yep. Okay. But yeah, go uh, ahead. The Miami the Heat, Heat, they the Heat finished forty-four and thirty-eight last year. They were the eighth seed. They they made it through in through the playoff tournament the play in tournament ultimately advancing all the way to the NBA Finals where they were just kind of embarrassed by the Nuggets. They lost 4-1 to one that series. Uh, they lost a ton of players. I didn't I didn't write down everybody. I wrote down the big ones, so I'll let you take that. Yeah, but sure. But when you look at the list of players that they lost, it's like, oh, dang. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Yeah.
1: It just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Udonis Haslam, Victor Oladipo went to Oklahoma City, Max Struess to Cleveland, Gabe Vincent, LA Lakers, and Omer, Omer Yus... I'm sorry yurt seven to utah and um the list keeps going on i i actually didn't copy the very bottom of the list my bad anyway it this so long
0: <laughs> uh Cody's, cody cody zeller was a name that i recognized yeah, on yep. the list of going yeah
1: yep and then they added jamari boye thomas bryant from denver justin Champagne from boston jamie jarquise jr rookie josh richardson new orleans pelicans drew smith brooklyn and Cole Swider, L.A. Lakers, and Alondis Williams. So I added all those players. They are still interested in Drew Peterson. I'm sorry, those are uh, training cap invitees. Never mind. They're interested in Damian Lillard from Portland, James Harden from Philadelphia, Christian Wood, and Edmund Sumner.
0: Yeah, so the question I have for this team is, are they eventually going to get it worked out where Damian Lillard comes to this team? Because that makes a huge difference in what they're able to do. So, yeah. no Damian Lillard. I don't know if they I mean, they have Jimmy Butler, they have Bam. They're going to be a lower seed.
1: You think so? They're going
0: to be a lower seed in the East. It, it, I mean, they're eighth this year. That, they're going to be in that same
1: range. So, they are With projected. With Damian Lillard,
0: they're a top five team.
1: They they are fifth highest to win the championship by, whatchamacallum, DraftKings fifth highest. That's
0: assuming, that, that's that got to be assuming Damien Lillard's coming to this team at some point. Well, no, there's that, that's, no way they're in the top five without Damien Lillard. I don't know.
1: Listen to the starting lineup. Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler. Kevin, Tyler
0: Lowry's old. Ky- Ke- okay. Kevin old Love. young.
1: Kevin Love and Bam. Kevin
0: Love is a starter?
1: Yeah. No, get and, out of here. And Bam Abadayo. Abadayo. that and Jimmy Butts? No, yeah. Jimmy Butler's, a, I mentioned him shooting forward. Uh, he's. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I missed it. I was Lowry, yeah, else. Lyre, Lowry, Hero, Butler, Love, and Abadio. Abadio. <laughs> I yeah, got to say it twice so I can see if I, I just, I know I'm saying <laughs> it right one of those ways. I just don't know which way is right. I, I, that's not a, that's not a top five team. What? Are you serious? I mean, it's
0: it's 100% serious. Dude, they're over okay, th- are they better than the Suns? No. Are they better than the Celtics? No. Is that lineup better than the 76ers? It depends on if James Harden shows up or not. Yeah. Uh, is that lineup better than the Lakers? Is that better than the Kings? Is it better than the Warriors? Uh, there's too many talented teams in the NBA to say that that lineup is a top five lineup. Throw Damian Lillard on there? Then, yes, maybe it is. But without Dame, they're they're a. Bubble playoff team in the East.
1: Who do you think that they would have to get rid of to get Damian Lillard? Jimmy Butler, right? No. What? No. Do you think they could Tyler Hero? Yeah, Tyler Hero, Kevin Love, maybe
0: Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero,
1: Kevin Love, and draft
0: picks, maybe.
1: Ugh,
0: I don't know. I, I but mean, I think that's. I think that's why Miami has balked at it because they don't want to give up Tyler Hero. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean... I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to get Damian Lillard. I know I know he wants to go there but I just can't see it working out. Um let's see what rumors do I got here. Nikolai Jovich expresses desire to stay with Miami Heat amid Damian Lillard rumors so he really wants to play with them. Uh let's see. Oh yeah. There was do you, you know the Windhorse guy right on ESPN what's his name? Um Brian Windhorst. Sure. Yeah. So uh,
0: you know when you said the Windhorse. I was like, "Oh, does does Jokic have a horse that he calls the Win Horse because it wins?" Yeah, but I, I caught up with you eventually. Yeah.
1: So he says they're not having any discussions right now. Eventually, he'll be traded. You know, talking about Damian Lillard, but there's a good chance for the Miami Heat. So he he says that it's it's looking pretty good for Miami. So there you go. What do you think about that? You, you, that's uh, I like. that. Well, it's that. not it's not imminent. So no, not imminent.
0: That was that was what was last week. Everything <laughs> was imminent. Yeah. everything is imminent per sources. I would say of all the trades, Damian Lillard coming to the Heat is probably the most set in stone. Yeah, but crazier things have happened, right?
1: So, and yeah, the- I mean, do you
0: remember Kobe was traded to the Bulls? No, <laughs> you don't remember that, Kobe who? <laughs> Kobe Bryant of the Los Angeles Lakers was traded to the Chicago Bulls. Oh yeah, the deal was made, and then Kobe. Uh, used his no-trade clause yeah. to back out of it. I forgot but about that, yeah. never would a million years would I thought that would have happened, and, and it happened. So crazy things happen.
1: That's funny how fast I forget about that. I remember you talking about that, and yeah, even still, I don't no, we, believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and lastly on this, it says the Miami Heat are in meaningful discussions to acquire Damian Lillard while simultaneously keeping Tyler Hero. The Portland Blazers will be receiving go. multiple first-round picks in a multi-team trade. So I, I oh, so they need to bring in somebody else. Yeah. So yeah, that that may happen. Interesting, interesting. It's it's gonna happen. I uh, that that's all I got for those two, for those four teams.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, if you if you just catching us, this is your your first time. What we're gonna do as we lead up to the season is we're just gonna go over three or four teams every week, talk about what they were, what they've changed, where we think they're going, uh, all building up to the start of the NBA season which I don't have the official first day of the season in front of me, but I want to say October.
1: Yeah, it's usually, I think it's around October 14th. It's October
0: usually... 24th this year. There we go. It'll tip off as a doubleheader. The Lakers to the Nuggets, Warriors hosting the Phoenix Suns. So there yeah. we go.
1: Hey, I got a question for you. Out of those four teams, the Hawks, Lakers, Wolves, and Miami, what What which of those four teams do you think are going to be, Yeah, are going to have the most wins next year? Lakers. Yeah,
0: I think yeah, I Miami.
1: Think
0: so. You think Miami? Yeah. All right. I, I swear, I said this last time. I need to make a page of all of our random bets that we make, <laughs> and I don't. And I'm just going to forget about it, and I'll yeah. just assume that I'm right, and you'll just assume that you're <laughs> right. But I think the Lakers will have a better a better reg- Okay, so let's let's back that up again. A better regular season record or a better total
1: regular result? season.
0: So, you're okay. I think the Lakers will have a better regular season record than the Miami
1: Heat. Oh, uh, I, I think so. I think the Lakers are more likely to rest their starters in the regular season and get rated for the playoffs. So, that's why I think Miami would have a better record for that reason. Okay. Um, okay. On week the week one that we talked about, the, the teams that made the play ins but lost out of the Pelicans, Oklahoma City, Thunder, Raptors, and Bulls, are you do you agree with me that you think Oklahoma City will be the highest team out of yes. those four? Okay. I thought, yes. So.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we briefly touched on that last week, but I, I compared Oklahoma city to the Sacramento Kings of last year's yeah. is that we all saw them getting better. And I think we all see that Oklahoma city is going to be better. It's just, are they going to, are they going to have such a huge glow up or are they going to be just kind of, you know, bottom of the pack, but the West yeah. is loaded. They got their work cut out for them, but they, they sure. certainly have the potential to just explode and, and win a lot of games.
1: Yep. <laughs> They're going to explode all over this league
0: they're going to explode all over the league. <laughs> yep. Do you think who I guess we could make another bet. Rookie of the year voting. Chet Hulgram versus Victor Webanyana, who's I, going to receive more rookie of the year votes?
1: I I don't know why, but my feeling is is Chet. I feel like Chet too. Really?
0: Yeah. Is it yeah. is it
1: because when we went to Summer League, we saw Webenyana and he just didn't seem as good as we thought he was going to be Cause- Well, that's so here's the thing about that cuz I I I'm glad you brought that up.
0: When we watched him in Summer League, he looked a little, I want to say lost, but like 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 immature. He definitely looked nervous. Yeah. Yeah, immature is good. And when I read the reviews of that game, they talked about how he was just dazzling and and playing so well. And I was just like, did we watch the same game? Because against talent, not uh, significantly less talent, Summer League doesn't bring the top tier players, right? first, second, sometimes third year players. He looked. Overwhelmed at times, right. so I don't I don't understand that analysis of that. And maybe I don't know they're they're drinking the NBA Kool Aid <laughs> that they need to drink. I I don't know. Yeah, I was I was shocked by that, and I I think I think he's gonna struggle until he gets a little bit beefier. And yep. because of all the hype, people are gonna be gunning for him, man. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be rough, and you never wish anyone bad. But yeah. it, I think he needs he's gonna learn really quickly that. He's undersized for his position unless they plan on playing him on the, unless they plan on doing like a Jokic with him where he's not going to be in the paint as much as mm-hmm. a traditional center would be, which could be entirely possible. Popovich yeah. is, is a crafty coach.
1: Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. The way he looked in summer league too, he kind of looked like a, a newborn giraffe, you know, where he's just kind of like a little wobbly. We, we even saw him fall and like take a tumble. and, Right there, I'm like, how long is he going to last right there? Because he, he went right to the bench, yeah. and I thought he was going to be out the whole game. Luckily, he did come in, so yeah, maybe he is a little stronger than I think, but he was hurting off of one little fall, you know? Just so, that was kind of weird. And he did rack up some points, though, you know? He got some blocks and points, but just what you said, it was against, like, mediocre players, so I don't think he's going to, yeah. like, when it comes up to these professionals that he's going to face, yeah, I don't think he's going to, he's not going to be able to hang with them. Not like they're talking. And to be
0: fair, we, we didn't see Chet play. They shut him down before. Yeah. Uh, we, we missed the first day of summer league, so we didn't see him play, which was disappointing. I think Chet I is really, kind of. I was really pissed about Me that. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we were
1: there. I think Chet is kind of flying under the radar too. Like people don't have their sights to set on him. He's like he's not the player to go after. Where Yuma Yonno
0: Wemben Yama yeah, I is. Think it, I think he's going to benefit from that. Chet will. He's going to yeah. sneak up on some people, just like exactly. sg did last year. So. Hundred percent. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us this week. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time. Yep. Thanks, guys.